him. He's a narcotics king. Big time racketeer. Back in full force. This could be one of the big moments in your life. Don't make it your last. Look, this thing might be bigger than even we think it is. Do you need an upgrade to the soundtrack to your life? Perhaps a song from a film or a tune from TV. My name is Gap. Exploding Head Movies is here to give you sounds from the cinema, along with the songs that will be defining your future and those forgotten classics that need a little rescue. Yeah. Come on, baby. Monday, 7 9 p.m. on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. Uh, <clears throat> Alabama. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Hey, y'all, be sure to catch Exploding Head Movies Mondays at 7 at CITR. <laughs> and I was going to do the FM, but... All right. Take two. All right. <laughs> hey, y'all, make sure to catch... <laughs> All right. I got to make it convincing. <laughs> It's Gak. Exploding Head Movies is going to be starting early, not at 7, but at 6 for the final show of 2014. So break out all your expired eggnog, whatever stale gingerbread cookies you may have left, for this is still the fifth day of Christmas, as they told of times of old. Time for a year in review. Like you'll never find a single without that scene 
that duo was in town earlier this year. I believe it was uh, Devil's Night at the Coliseum off of their album, which came out earlier this year through the Nonsuch label called Turn Blue, referring to a campy Ohio TV host who had a ghoulish uh, profile of sorts. That was the Black Keys with a track called Year in Review. And uh, this entire album features their longtime production kind of helper, actually providing songwriting assistance, and that would be the man known as Danger Mouse, otherwise known as Mr. Brian Burton. And he's helped out on past Black Keys albums, but now he became a full-time kind of songwriter for them. Still relying a lot on the 60s and 70s kind of soundtrack samples. Who doesn't like a good spaghetti western now and then? Initial reaction to Turn Blue from the Black Keys wasn't as strong as in the past. I don't know if it's a case of Danger Mouse's shtick. Not <coughs> kind of getting tired, almost like uh, currently with the DJ Mustard thing kicking in for representative of the sounds of this year. Tracks like Fancy and whatnot. But Black Keys can still bring it. They probably made their own fair bit of news as well, too. I keep thinking most of the controversies from last year when they're accusing, you know, Jack White's kids of plagiarizing and stuff like that are all wonderful nonsense that way. And in the background here, this is Dark Side. This is one of the final songs that they released before they're uh, coming to an end for now, as they quoted back in August this year. This is what they say, and this was an A-side to a single that they self-released and released for free. It also actually appears on the Work compilation, which came out through uh, Nicholas Jar's own label called Other People. And these were generally recorded for their only album at this point from the sessions of Psychic from 2013. But yeah, it is 2014, or at least there's only a few more days left. So, good evening, and welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. We're starting an hour early here. Various time slots are available right now during the holiday hours here. Things are pretty quiet at the Student Union Building. Although there's still people looking for the U-Pass. Even though the doors are closed. But yeah, Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on UBC's cold and wintry community radio station, CITR. We are the voice of UBC, the University of British Columbia, here in the lower mainland of British Columbia, here in Canada, in the endowment lands just west of civilization. We're on 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Broadcast at 590 watts here from campus. But you can find us on the web with live streams and the occasional podcast at www.citr.ca. My name is Gek. I'm starting an hour early. I'm all festive doubt. You do not know the size of Santa's belly at this point right now, but uh, it's time to hit the slopes. I see there's snow now that I'm back. So you got me for three hours here. Phone over to the station for those of you listening live at 604-822-2487. Do keep in mind it is what we call monitoring time here. So along with the usual live mixing I take care of here, I got some important buttons and forms to fill out to make sure everything gets recorded. Boring stuff, and that's why I do it not on air. Otherwise, you can email anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. I'm on Twitter, at 100air, but you can find it via CITR's Twitter site, since in case the station retweeted anything. If not, you'll do okay. I have faith in you guys. So this isn't really like a festive 15 or a festive 40 or a festive 50 or a festive anything else that begins with a letter F type show. 
I wouldn't say these are going to be the best tracks of the year that we're going to share for the next uh, little bit of time here they have with me. But these will be indicative of the year in passing right now. And normally we try to profile a score that I thought would be representative of the year itself. But there's a notable release here in the world for a soundtrack that came out for a film a few years ago. But it only came out on vinyl this year. And there's a 17-minute track off of the soundtrack to Beyond the Black Rainbow by Sonoya Caves that uh, we'll listen to towards 8.30 or so. But otherwise, uh, we'll tuck in with another act that was in town recently, and actually earlier this month. And this song actually originally came out in 2012 as part of like selling cassettes and vinyl, and actually this used to be free on Bandcamp until the band blew up massively. They're known as Always, but spell it with double Vs instead of a double U. All the Vives. And uh, this track became big, and uh, their self-titled debut album, was released through Royal Mountain, Polyvinyl, and Transgressive, featuring some production from Chad Van Galen. So hopefully you caught them in town. I uh, wasn't in town at the time, so I missed it, but you've probably heard the song already. It's a great one. This is always with Archie, Marry Me, here on Exploding Hit Movies, CITR, Vancouver.
Barmy keeps thinking that there should be like, I don't go for that. And then no can do. The Holland Oats infuse there with that local act. When this was originally came out as a 12-inch dance single, as it says in quotes on the cover, they were simply known as cool. But over time, they realized that uh, at a certain point, like, hi, we're cool. Didn't really catch on. Felt awkward at times. So they expanded their name to match one of their track names. That was Cool TV, as all the cool kids should now call it. Off of the I Can Handle That 12-inch, that was the original mix because there actually are two remixes available there on the single. One by former Vancouverite Babe Rainbow, who has his own album out right now, involving any number of pianos at any number of time. And I think that is through the 1080p label, a great cassette-only label that's based out of here in Vancouver and has been a great source of music. And if you can't get the limited edition like metal cassettes that they make, metal not in the music style but the actual substance, as I play the springs here on the mic stand, but metal as in its construction. So top quality stuff that way. And uh, yeah, Jarner has been busy himself too. So last year he released his uh, debut album as a solo act, although at this point it became the Jarner band in many ways. But uh, one of those members became part of a side project called Energy Slime. And they did release a cute little EP full of 10 songs in 13 minutes just off the spur of their head that way and quality stuff that way and if you haven't caught cool or cool tv as they're known at this point um they continue on to the tradition of the live performances of the primary previous band which is apollo ghosts and uh always engaging live but this time with a little bit of a talking heads influence that way late 70s early 80s kind of post new wave uh kind of post-punk punk world music elements that way quality guitar and actually this is uh one of the members, Adrian Teacher, this is his uh, solo project called Arbutus, which was another release that he had this year. So this came off the Bedroom Safari album, and this is called Breccia. Now, you are listening to Exploding Head Movies. Normally we start at 7 o'clock, but now it is about 6.20 or so. And uh, since we were talking about some funk and stuff like that way, I think now it's time to listen to some R&B that came out this year. Come some obvious songs, but if you haven't heard them, it's good to sort of refresh your mind that these came out this year. And Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings made some news. They appeared in Wolf of Wall Street doing a Goldfinger cover. But as well, too, Sharon Jones had uh, postponed the release of the latest album, Give the People What They Want, uh, due to cancer treatment. But at this point right now, all the treatments worked, and uh, they've been on the road. Hopefully they come back to Vancouver soon. So in the spirit of I Can Handle Things and Giving the People What They Want, this track at the end of the album sort of fits into things. So this is Sharon Doan, Jones and the Dap Kings with People Don't Get What They Deserve. Nobody could hold me 
Earlier July of this year, this man was in town along with his band, playing the same night as Kratvek. Bit of a tight double shift to pull off somehow, but thanks to taxis and uh, saving some money by apparently a sold-out merchandise booth, I managed to make it down to the Imperial because Lee Fields and the Expressions were in town, presenting some great North Carolina-based soul off of their latest album this year, Zemajine. Those fields and the expressions with eye to eye. And one thing I found out in the midst of researching what was going on with Mr. Lee Fields as of late, well, actually, I found out that uh, one of the songs my girlfriend likes to listen to, uh, Martin Solvig's Jealousy Song from a few years ago. Mr. Lee Fields provides the vocals for that, and he also collaborated with him a couple years later for another song, I Want You. Great to see that he is vital. In the background here, this is A.C. Newman from The New Pornographers, and he did the soundtrack to a film called What If earlier this year, otherwise known as The F Word, and this is The Ballad of Wallace and Chantry. Perhaps you caught Cool TV and The New Pornographers when they played The Commodore earlier in October, and apparently a few weeks ago, The New Pornographers actually had a secret show somewhere in town. I think you needed Google Play or some other fantastic online cloud-based playing application for the musics and all that stuff that way. So with the plucked guitar here, this will segue nicely into Toronto band The Rural Alberta Advantage. Of course, testifying to their upbringing around Edmonton. And their latest album, it's called Mended with Gold. And this track is on the rocks. Afterwards, we'll get a little bit rowder and rowdier. 
some people who used to host much music's The Wedge and things like that here on CITR, UBC Campus Radio, Vancouver.
My friends, tonight we unveil my most diabolical creation. CITR 101.9 FM. Ten times more addictive than marijuana. To human misery. Nice to see you. So glad you could make it. Have a salmon puff. All right.
on some of the mainstream radio stations, you will know that band as Effed Up. But uh, with some listener discretion advised, you can actually hear the real name. They've won Polaris Prizes in the past. So certain public media had to announce it. So that was fucked up off of their latest album, Glass Boys. That was Sunglass. One of the many tracks I've been hoping to share in past episodes of Exploding Head Movies, but you know how sometimes playlists just sort themselves out, you know? You need to make a mixtape for someone. It's kind of appropriate, or like a CD, because, I mean, right now, making a Spotify playlist or doing something on a USB stick, well, you kind of deal with size restrictions that way, but most of the time you're not expecting the ending, but if you're contained to 60 minutes, 90 minutes, my usual 120 minutes... Especially with all the jabbering I tend to do to tell you what's going on. It adds up, but yeah. Damien Abraham, otherwise known as Pink Eyes from the band, was the uh, final host of Much Music's The Wedge, which for many of us was a great way of finding about how underground music was in the 90s, the 2000s, or the aughts, or however we're describing it. But from uh, 2011 to 2014, he was sort of the main host Dr. Suki and Lee left for CBC Radio 1, DNTO, and there was a rotating host for a while, but he manned the helm for the last little bit, but no longer. Hopefully you caught him in the festival circuit, and if you actually meet him in person, one of the most friendliest people you will ever meet. And if you're English majors, it's most friendly, or friendliest, not most friendliest. We talk pretty one day. As the background, this is the OCs off of their latest album, Drop, which was more of a reconfiguration of the band, dropping down from a quintet or a sextet down to basically a duo. This is Savage Victory, which was released on their own Castle Face label. So we'll hop over to the East Coast for this next set of uh, bands, and we'll actually go to Nova Scotia here with one of Mint's recent signings this year. They had a couple releases on their own back in... Nova Scotia, but for Saturnalia Regalia, they signed with one of this, this station's emeritus acts, Mint Records, always quality material. So this is going to be Monomyth. I forget if they actually made it to town here, and I remember tracking them. They did a lot of East Coast states. I think they've as far as Ontario, maybe Chicago or something like that, but let's hope in 2015 they wander over this way. I was out of town. Maybe they were going to the Mince Records ridiculously early Christmas party. I'm out of town. I forgot. I didn't look it up right now either. But anyways, this is going to be Monomyth here with the theme from Monomyth.
Hailing from Montreal, that was the trio of, let me get the names right here, because they are in uh, La Belle Provence, Le Languedoux. Charlotte Bonamour, Hélène Barbier, and Caitlin Pander-Doued. Although that last name could probably be Caitlin Pander-Doued. Anyways, that was Moss Lime, off of their debut release, which is known as July 1st. Not only is it Canada Day, but it is also the day that they first had there studio sessions to help write things and uh, they named their album after that that track was calabria 2014 and of course i could have picked something that the girls wrote but no that was actually a uh, mutated little cover that they did of some danish ibiza style trance number from 2007 known as calabria 2007 i always kind of like it when uh, primary electronic dance music gets translated onto uh 
the usual guitar, bass, drum section that way. So let's get a little repetition that way. I think a few years ago there actually was a uh, Detroit album, a compilation featuring bands doing covers of Detroit techno. I think I played some of that in the past when it was appropriate, but this time around we're focusing on the year about to end here since there are only three days left of this holiday tumultuous year. So, in the background here, eventually we'll get electronic and whatnot, but uh, from Lithuania, a country I have yet to play any music from until now, this is Boyfriends. It's the alias of a producer who goes by the name of uh, Vitis Grushdis. This is the DJ Ayers remix of the title track to his Fears EP. So, eventually we're going to get slowly more electronic. Towards the end, we'll actually have a lot more wonderful stuff that's come out from this year. But uh, we'll slowly ramp up that way. Uh, we'll go actually down to Texas for the act White Hinderland. And this is another track I've been hoping to play for quite some time. Mostly because we know White Hinderland is being a little bit more indie pop and whatnot, but uh, the main person behind it, Casey Dinell. Decided to get a little bit more 90s R&B into things. So there's a little bit more, um, kind of like a Fiona Apple, perhaps, a Bjork. Kind of fun stuff this way. So off of her latest album, Baby, this will be White Hinterland. Since we're almost living that here. Record. This is going to be Ring the Bell. CITR, 101.9 FM, Vancouver, the voice of UBC. No time for the wizard Don't get much time 
Hello, everybody. You are listening to 101.9 FM in Vancouver, CITR. Catch Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7.
perhaps you had a chance to see him at Deer Lake Park this summer. I believe August it was. I've traveled so much this year. I cannot tell what had happened probably actually before autumn itself, but it was a beautiful time. Jane Lewis opened, and there were food carts in the back. Off of his latest album, Morning Phase, which was declared at the time to be a companion to one of his most popular albums, 2002's Sea Change, actually incorporating most of the same personnel who helped him out on that album. That was Beck, with Heart is a Drum. Into the background here. This was an unreleased burial track from 2009, but uh, it kicked off the fourth of the Hyperdub compilation celebrating that Britain, British label's 10th year in operation. So the compilation is known as Hyperdub 10.4. And each of the compilations focused on different facets about the Hyperdub sound, focusing on the modern bass scene in London town. Although it incorporates Love other scenes as well, too, in other cities. Uh, the one I can think of off the top of my head is Chicago's Juke scene, otherwise known as Footwork, which this year we lost uh, DJ Rashad, one of the proponents for it. So, yeah, this is Burial with Lambeth. Part of me was kind of expecting that Burial would sneak in another kind of, like, December Christmas Boxing Day EP, since that's what he had done the past two years, but nothing yet. But, of course, while I'm talking... Something magical may have happened, and 2014's review is not complete. But yeah, if you just tuned in, Exploding Head Movies normally would start at this time, but we actually started an hour before. But that's okay, we got some music of our system at that point, and we wormed our way slowly to uh, more electronic realms, but it'll get a little quirky for the next mm, 15, 20 minutes or so before we get into some of the hip-hop and some other stuff that happened in 2014, so this is the Exploding Head Movies year in review type show. I wouldn't say it's the best songs of the year, but the very least music that is indicative of the past 12 months. A rather tumultuous time, if you think about it. You know, there's yet another air crash that happened near Malaysia. I just think this would be the third, but all based on weird, weird circumstances. Hard to believe, for instance, that the Sochi Winter Olympics happened because all the focus right now with Russia then shifted to what happened in eastern Ukraine and elsewhere in Russia before uh, the ruble tanked. And everything that has happened with Putin since then. The shunning. But that's just a little bit at least what's happening with the world side of things. Uh, obviously music itself. Some people were kind of thinking that this was maybe not the most banner year for it. And in some ways I could see it, but there was a lot of good music that did come out. Perhaps consider 2014 maybe a transitional year. And we'll actually touch upon some of the music that came out that was indicative of the year. But we can't jump the gun quite yet. But yeah, in the background actually is some of the music. Well, not in the background. Coming up will be some of the music that we actually will hear in 2015, but a sneak EP was released because Panda Bear as part of the Animal Collective, does have a new album coming out through Domino called Panda Bear vs. the Grim Reaper. And I think that's out through Domino in January 2015, for those of you paying attention. But they do release a sneak EP in advance of that. And this is the title track, so this is Panda Bear, kind of referring to his own name. This will be Mr. Noah.
delightful releases that came towards the end of the year kind of hearkening to some of the glory from his breakout song from uh, a couple of years ago that was Ariel Pink off of his latest album Pom Pom that was put your number in my phone it doesn't have the bump app on the smart thing and uh, yeah this is Ariel Pink's first album released without his band The Haunted Graffiti at least based on the major releases we're aware of at this point and uh, some of the songs written on Pom Pom were written by Kim Fowley, the legendary uh, 70s uh, record um, producer, manager, band manager. Uh, notorious guy. Definitely on a hospital bed at this point now, but uh, what a life he led. I mean, somehow still alive. Actually, one of those uh, Fowley songs was uh, covered later by one of the collaborators on Pom Pom, Azalea Banks. And she actually finally managed to get her debut album 
broke with expensive tastes out after taking it back from, I think, Interscope or Universal and released it on a smaller label. Definitely need to spend more time with that album. It actually segues into nicely what we're about to hear as we get the hippin' and the hoppin' and bone on here. But in the background, before I forget, this is Trans Am from their 10th album, which came out earlier this year, Volume X. This is known as Night Shift. So yeah. Based on all the travel I had as of late, I actually did not get a chance to listen to Banks' album, but uh, definitely had a chance to listen to this one because it stuck pretty hard. Run the Jewels. They released uh, Run the Jewels 2, I believe in October or November. Collaboration with Killer Mike and LP. And uh, after the success of the first one, that little bit of a EP that released last year, a mixtape. But the second one came out phenomenal. Good quality stuff that way. And one thing we're still overdue on hearing is Meow the Jewels, which was their uh, Kickstarter that they had that's supposed to take Run the Jewels 2 and replace everything with cat sounds. Meow, meow, meow. And maybe we'll see that, but there's already talk about Run the Jewels 3 because uh, Killer Mike and LP have been on a tear. So for this track, they're joined by Boots for the vocals, and he actually did uh, some co-writing and production on other songs, but this will be Run the Jewels here with Early. And then follow up with a track. I'm deciding which one off we're going to play off of the album known as You're Dead, but uh, we'll see what I can figure out writing style. But first... Jewels must get run here on Exploding Head Movies, CITR, UBC Campus Radio, Vancouver 101.9 FM, www.citr.ca, online. And ask why you're here. I just tell him because it is what it is. I live here and that what it is. He chime, you got a dime. I say, man, I'm trying to smoke and chill. Please don't lock me up in front of my kid. And in front of my wife, man, I ain't got a gun and a knife. You do this and you ruin my life. And I apologize if it seems like I got out of line, sir, because I respect the badge and the gun. And I pray the day ain't the day that you drag me away right in front of my beautiful son. And he still put my hands in cup, put me in the truck when my woman screamed, said, shut up. Witness with the camera phone on, saw the copper pull a gun and put it on my gorgeous queen. As I peered out the window, I could see my other kinfolk and hear my little boys scream. As he ran toward the cobble, they could not have hurt his mama because he had a face down on the ground. And I'd be much too weak to ever speak what I've seen, but my life changed with that sound.
If you're feeling like the life that I live in, man, I don't control. Cause every jam and a fight for my soul. All hands below. High seas in a rickety boat. Small O's so the kid might cope. You want cash or hope? No class, matter of fact, at both. Go without, get turned to ghosts. You know that's the law. Deal done by the shake of claws. It ain't a game or the shit don't pause. When I find you odd, so convinced in the truth, of y'all that the true truth's truly gone. And yes, there's a day. Anytime a man say there's not, then you know that he lost the plot. What can I say? One denied or not, like a true who's riding the cop. Fair enough, the way that the beef bump do sound tough. I made it in the dark like Civil War surgery. Woke up in the same air you hop early. By 12 o'clock, the whole earth felt dirty. Street lamps stare when you walk, watch the birdie. The watch you walk to the store, they're recording. Didn't record cop when he shot, no warning. Heard it go pop, might have been two blocks. Heard a kid plus pop, watch cop make girl bleed. Go to home, go to sleep, up again early. I'm at war. I'm at war with myself. I'm at war with you. I'm at war with everybody. That's why I don't do drugs, because I don't want to be numb. I want to feel the, the pain. I want the clarity of the challenge. I want to win. I want to kick in the head. I want to tear the throat box out. I want to smash in the lungs. I want to kick in the rib cage. I want to split the spine. And I want to use your phone, make love to your wife, sister, eat your dog, and leave your house with a good cassette. CITR 101.9 FM where there's just a little bit of Kim Fowley in each and every one of us. No, I don't think so.
off of your dead and sampling some Ennio Morricone there. Those Flying Lotus with turtles. The Flying Lotus is the project of Stephen Ellison. Has some connections to John Coltrane's. Oh boy. <laughs> John Cochran. No. John Coltrane. Jazz saxophonist. Because he was the nephew of Alice Coltrane, John's wife. And uh, Flying Lotus has been a big part of the LA bass scene there. Runs the Brain Feeder label. And the Your Dead album explores the idea of the afterlife. Because Mr. Ellison has had a spiritual lean towards everything based on his upbringing. But he's also led quite a life. Thankfully, nothing too extreme on his part, but he's seen a few people pass away due to random reasons and whatnot that way. I'd actually hoped to play the track Tesla earlier, since I actually just feature Herbie Hancock playing there, just to show some of his jazz connections that way. And a lot of the bass playing on the album is also done by Thundercat, and hopefully you manage to catch Flying Lotus was he in town last month, and apparently his uh, set was amazing. I had tickets. I was looking forward to it, but for the second time ever, I was thwarted because of work. Previously, it was based on some other work I had to get done before the end of the year. And this time around, I was in Manila. So hopefully third time's the charm, which I'm kind of relying actually for Ennio Morricone as well, too, because he was scheduled to play L.A. twice this year. But uh, due to a back injury received, he had to postpone his March date to June, and the June date was canceled outright. And based on everything I'm seeing right now for the old Italian spaghetti western film composer, who is still active, he will be performing his final concerts next year in Europe, so... Amongst everything else I have to plan for next year with travel and whatnot due to family commitments, I may have to sneak away to see El Maestro perform one last time. And before Flying Lotus, we heard Run the Jewels with Early, featuring Boots on the chorus there. And one thing I forgot to mention as part of LP and Killer Mike's work for it, with all the things that are happening with police incidents against African Americans right now, Killer Mike has spoken about what's happened in Ferguson, Missouri, about the police force is getting fortified and other injustices that way so it's hard to think that 2014 brought back race into the conversation but then again it never really left you see all the protests that happened in New York with what happened to uh, on the Staten Island sidewalk with the guy selling loose cigarettes and other incidents that way Anyways, in the background here, this is an Australian, or potentially a Virginian or Washington, D.C. person. At the very least, it's an Australian label. This is Shaman B with Q Hay Strings off the Primitives and EP, which came out earlier this year. Now, from this, we'll segue eventually into a bit of the PZ music scene, but I did want to play some Owen Pallett, because he did release the In Conflict album earlier this year, and he was in town at the Imperial this September, so... I did like the riverbed, but I've played that already, so I dug up another one of the tracks that he has on there. And just think about Pallet. He had worked with Arcade Fire, not just on the most recent album, but also with Wynn Butler on the Oscar-nominated score to last year's Her. And from In Conflict, this will be on Pallet with Corral.
me a cutie, yeah, even though you're so far away. I feel your hands on my body every time you think of me, boy. If I were to sort of approach 2014 from a sound capsule, like time travel point of view, that song may have to come up because realistically, that type of song would not exist earlier. Of course, who knows, perhaps in the future, all music will sound like that to everyone's terror slash wonderment. But uh, it's part of what's called the PC music scene. Um, Late last year, uh, an artist named Sophie an alias of a Scottish producer who's now moved to London. Started introducing some of the concepts that way. Introduces a very sort of sweet kind of Japanese J-pop Shibuya type sound. And then either made fun of it or then did some happy hardcore stuff to it or really embraced it because that type of music is quite the thing right now. So that was Cutie, the letter Q and the letter T. And that's the original mix of Hey Cutie, which appears as a one-off single through the XL label. And Cutie is the collaboration of Sophie, along with A.G. Cook, who's the main hand, main person behind PC Music, and then Cutie himself or herself. Because there's a lot of sped-up vocals that are involved with it. And you can definitely tell a bit of the British patois there, as uh, Cutie was singing. And of all things, Cutie was released at the same time as announcing an energy drink. But whether it's tongue-in-cheek or something very low-down... And specific. It's hard to say, but at the very least, uh, this type of sound has picked up a bit. And of all things right now, Sophie is actually going to be working with some of J-pop's biggest artists right now. I can never say this girl's name. It's like Pyota Kwan Kwan. I'll look it up. That actually sounds Chinese, but Pyota Panda Panda. There's a repeating word at the end there. Something I should really look up instead of just making it off at the top of my head as I think about it, but yeah. At the very least, whatever J-pop influenced to build up that PC music sound, it may double back. So you think about the Korean pop as of late, that has sort of picked up. And based on my brief time in Seoul, 
really, really impressive stuff. Definitely curious to see how this scene morphs as more people pick up on it. Now, we've hopped over to Toronto here for what's behind me. This is Bad Bad Not Good off of their third album, simply three in Roman numerals. Aye, aye, aye. This is Since You Asked Kindly. And perhaps you caught the trio when they were in town as part of the Coastal Jazz Music Festival. It's kind of like one of the outre jazz elements that way. And perhaps you've heard them back, various hip-hop artists, because they've been doing some stuff with Aesop Rocky and a couple other people I can't think off the top of my head right now, but bad, bad, not good. Doing some not bad, not bad good stuff. If that even makes a bit of sense. Anyways, uh, we're going to hop on to a band that had a breakout year, and they're going to be remixed by one of the other acts that have built up a little predominance that way. So Future Islands. I've played them years ago, and I always sort of dug them as part of the Baltimore kind of witch house offshoots, even though they're a bit more like goth synth pop that way, but they played David Letterman this year, and they broke out with this song, although the original form, the original version of it appears on their most recent album, Singles. But we're going to listen to a remix of that song done by an L.A. duo that's brought up a little bit of that kind of minimalist house music. So this will be Future Islands. The original version of the song was called Seasons Waiting on You. But for the DJ Dodger Stadium remix, it's just known as Seasons. So Future Islands and DJ Dodger Stadium here together as 2014 about to end. Cause I've been waiting 
For over 30 years, Discorder has been bringing Vancouver local independent music journalism. If you're a fan, check out the Discorder Readership Survey on our site at discorder.ca. You could have a chance to win gift certificates to the Rickshaw, Lolito, and Vinyl Records. We got a hot blast of airwaves coming down the tubes just for you guys today. This is Mac DeMarco. Thank you so much for tuning in. You've reached the best radio station under the Lord's sun. Bless you.
His latest album, Our Love, came out towards the end part of summer. That real remix of the closing track on that album just came out a couple weeks ago. Original version done by Caribou. And that was Your Love Will Set You Free. What we heard was the C2's Set You Free remix, which appeared as a single on its own, potentially as a 12-inch, based on the history of that remixer, because C2 refers to CC, the initials of legendary Detroit techno producer Carl Craig, one of Snaith's heroes growing up. And uh, he'd received always soft feedback from him in the past based on the releases that he'd been doing. But particularly when the influence from Manitoba the previous name of Caribou, before it became Caribou, and then Snaith's side dance project called Daphne. Our love kind of incorporates all of that. And it shows a really progressive side to things. So Carl Craig actually approached him and said, hey, this sounded good. Can I please remix it? And then Dan Smith did the visual of like the equivalent of a jaw drop and like, eh, okay. And there we have it. So important thing to know about Caribou is that he is going to be coming to town March 5th. He's got two shows. The early show is already sold out at 7 p.m., but a late show at 10.30 was just added, or recently was added, so hopefully you can catch that. Our Love features Owen Pallet and Jesse Lanza on a couple tracks. My hope is Jesse Lanza opens for him, because she actually did so on some of his recent touring, but of course she's probably got her own commitments to deal with as well, too. Now, the background, this is some fascinating music that just came out of, I'm losing my place here. Well, funnily enough, speaking of Detroit, this is from, like, Windsor area. Off a self-titled EP, this is Astro Screamer, with a track simply known as Lost. And this will allow us to segue more into our techno seti type stuff here, because this was a good year for electronic music. So we're going to stay in Vancouver here with part of the Chapel Sound Collective, also part of the Mountainous Collective. Previously known as the Oneiroscopist, or the Oneiroscopist. Uh, there's a reason he changed his name. God bless him. Uh, he's known now as Jade Statues. And this track popped up recently on Mr. Sexsmith's SoundCloud. So this is going to be Jade Statues here. With something simply known as Silver One. From there we'll hop to something off a of Montreal label via New York. And then we'll get into some other acts coming into town shortly. You're listening to Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. UBC. Voice of. Ha ha. Contact. Contact. 
Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you. You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam speaking Musqueam people. The CM, the CIA, think I'm Queen Elsep, hide your CM, the CM, the CIA, and the Sahuya to lead him, who must go in my stale.
My name is Gak. This show is Exploding Head Movies. And this is our recap of the year. That was 2014. So we just heard out of Brooklyn, New York, but uh, on a Montreal label called The Infinite Machine. That was Seafloor with Let Me Go, and that appears on the Drift EP. And Seafloor is the alias of Matthew Young. It's great to hear that sort of drum and bass come back that way, because we're still kind of dealing with a post-dubstep situation. The nice thing from that is that the jungle rhythms have come back stronger in many ways, but with newer technology... It's kind of morphed in many ways. You think about how drum and bass came in the mid-90s with the Amen break, just chopped up and processed that way, but all the other tools at the disposal right now, it's back. And I think about how many times I've been on the dance floor in the past when the drum and bass comes on, the jungle rhythms, fun stuff. Again, I do like to listen to music that has a bit of a challenge that way, and hopefully you are in the same ilk that way. You are listening to this by choice, and you're curious to see what will happen next. Anyways, the uh, Japanese artist I was talking about before, I got the name kind of right based on the initials, but otherwise everything else is wrong. So when I was talking about Cutie before, and the producer known as Sophie, he'll be working with Kiari Pamyu Pamyu, part of the Kawai Setakura culture scene out of Harajuku in Tokyo. You probably know her for the song Pon Pon Pon, or Fashion Monster, so... We'll see where Kiriko Takamuro goes next as J-pop develops a little bit more teeth. Because she always mixed grotesque with the cutery, which I appreciate because sometimes it gets overwhelming. But after being back in Tokyo just for a few hours as a layover in between Manila and here, I felt like home. So I may have to re-dig up everything I have about Japan and the music that I have. Although part of me wants to sort of get back in the Pizza Cattle 5 and the Shibuya K sound. But there's some good stuff that way. Now, the background this is the uh, act called New World Aquarium. And this is a track called Thousand Oaks. And it appears on the 14 tracks Ambient Zeitgeist compilation through Boomcats, but it also appeared on an Ostkot released called Panorama Bar 06 Part 1. And from this, this will segue into these two acts who had strong years. And this next act actually is coming to town next month. Andy Stolt will be joined by Cowton from Bristol, along with special guest local artists Michael Red, part of the Lida sound system scene, and then Nancy Drew, one of the main aliases of the square root of evil. So there'll be some fantastic local house music, although in a dark sense, along with this Manchurian producer. Andy Stott had a breakout year in 2012 with luxury problems. And from his latest album, Faith in Strangers, he continues to work with his former piano teacher. Uh, I can never get the name right. Skidmore? Yeah, Alison Skidmore. So this will be the title track, Faith in Strangers.
For those of you well acquainted with those sounds, they're kind of comforting to hear. 
despite his more erratic tendencies. You can always tell the drum production and the keyboard squiggles. So with his first album as Aphex Twin in 13 years, Syro. The track we heard was the pineal mix of Papat 4. And all the song titles refer in part to the instrumentation available to him because over 13 years since we last heard Drooks, although he had the, did have the Analord series, he acquired a lot of synths. And during that time, he recorded a lot of music. And at a certain point, he just decided to release it all. A blimp with the Aphex Twin logo was seen spotted floating around London. Graffiti started appearing, and then, yeah, an album came forth just a few months ago. Now, in the background, this is an artist who had another solid album, and I did actually want to share a proper track, but that might have to save till 2015. So, it's from the self-titled Clark album. This is the British producer with Strength Through Fragility. Now, at this point, we're going to hop over to Montreal for a little bit of Jacques Green, and he breezed through town just earlier this month. Oddly enough, I was actually around, but it was a Christmas party season and a whole bunch of other stuff happened, so I missed out. So hopefully you caught it. We'll listen to the title track to the Afterlife After Party EP here, and then we'll hop over to Norway with one of the strongest disco albums that came out this year. Wish I had some time for the Juan McLean, but we've got Todd Terrier coming up shortly here on Exploding Head Movies. CITR, 101.9 FM, Vancouver.
No, those are seven minutes. You can't stop. The album's called It's Album Time because he's been releasing a steady series of singles for many years, like eight or nine years. Do a lot of remix work, edits, touch-ups of his favorite songs and whatnot. But uh, finally, Todd Terrier, and what we just heard there, was Ojoy. Definitely appropriate title for you, such a euphoric track. Otherwise, on It's Album Time, there's a fascinating cover of a Robert Palmer song with vocals by Brian Ferry. And part of the reason for that is uh, Todd Terry actually did some production work with Brian Ferry for a remix at first and then working on one of his recent albums, although not one of the uh, gypsy jazz ones that uh, he's been doing as of late. I always keep hoping that Terry Olsen from Norway comes to Vancouver one day. Perhaps soon. We'll see. Here's the background. All the way from Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. This is uh, Ola Cranon with Redstone. This is off his year, this year's release, Aphelion, through the Enom label. We'll get into Beyond the Black Rainbow shortly here, but uh, we do need to tip our caps to the Inuit's winner of the most recent Polaris Prize. That would be Tanya Tagach. Hopefully you saw her at the Chan Center of Performing Arts in October. If not, hopefully you caught her performance at the Polaris Ceremony. Or if not, listen to an interview with her, because she is a phenomenal woman and definitely representative of the diverse Canadian scene. So off her Polaris Prize-winning album Animism, this will be Tagak with genetic memory here. I'm Gak. This is Exploding Head Movies. Hello, this is the recording artist Jay Arner, and you're listening to CITR. Stephen Harper's reckless cuts to home mail delivery are hurting the most vulnerable in our society. Senior citizens and those with mobility issues are disproportionately affected by these cuts. 
all while Canada Post is making millions of dollars in profit. Postal workers are campaigning to protect quality jobs and public services in our communities. The post office belongs to you. Join the fight today at SaveCanadaPost.ca. film featuring Michael Fassbender, a fine-looking individual 
wearing a fiberglass head. But his vocals are on there. That was the radio mix of I Love You All, also featuring uh, Carla Azar, Stephen Remix, and the band, otherwise known as the Soren Perubs. And that comes from the soundtrack to the film Frank, which came out earlier this year. Great bit of indie, kind of like an indie musical. And actually, this was a good year for movies like that. It didn't really decide if it was a comedy or tragedy, otherwise just focusing on music, and it didn't follow a standard biographical arc at all. But well worth a viewing if you haven't seen it. With all the travel I've done as of late, I've had to miss out on several films that are sort of in the same ilk. Definitely want to see Whiplash at some point, featuring jazz drumming. And a very angry J.K. Simmons and perhaps whatever is in the background here. Although this actually isn't for a film to be, but this is Johnny Jewel with one of the many unreleased songs that he uploaded onto SoundCloud for free download. This is simply known as End Credits. And perhaps Jewel is just for cleaning the slate as he prepares for the next Chromatics release due soon through the Italian Italians Do It Better label in 2015. And there's a little bit of news about Italians Do It Better because of Mike Simonetti, who ran the label along with Jewel, has left the label, mostly because it's become Jewel's pet project. So Mike Simonetti is working with Mike Singer from Captured Tracks for a new label called Two Mike's Records. And oddly enough, Johnny Jewel's other side project will be its first release. So 2015 should be an interesting year on the synth side of things. But uh, that's not to say 2014 was bad for that, because we're about to dive into one of the best local releases of the year. And it's tied to a soundtrack for a film... That came out a couple of years ago, but the soundtrack came out on vinyl just a couple months ago. Long awaited. And that would be Sonoya Caves, the alias of Jeremy Schmidt from Black Mountain, who did the soundtrack for Beyond the Black Rainbow. Filmed here in Vancouver, hearkening back to the 1980s VHS cover things covers and posters and whatnot that you'd see in video rental stores and he did the soundtrack with some super ancient synths harkening back to 1983 but as we'll listen to in this 16 or 17 minute track he goes further back so from the jack jaguar slash death waltz release of beyond the black rainbow this will be sonoya caves with 1966 let the new age of enlightenment begin here on exploding head movies 2014 Let the synth age continue.
So from the soundtrack to Beyond the Black Rainbow, which came out on vinyl through Jack Jaguar here in North America, and then Death Vault's recordings elsewhere in the world, that was Sonoya Caves with 1966. Let the new age of enlightenment begin. And I think with some copies of the record, you can actually get the DVD of the film. It'd be more appropriate if it was on VHS, but... So it goes. Who still has a working VCR after all these years? Now, in the background, this is Plastic Man, and this is the version of Exhale that appears on EX, performed live at the Guggenheim Mu- Museum in New York City. Another return to form from another great techno individual, more popular in the 90s. But just listen to those waves of bass. So that's going to be it for the final Exploding Head movies for the year 2014. Coming up in a few short, hot minutes is the Jazz Show with Gavin Walker. And it'll take you until midnight. And I believe some Sun Ra is in order as well, too. So in honor of the centennial, great jazz musician, community leader. Maybe he'll play the Batman album that he did. Otherwise, uh, after midnight, it is transition state, though we'll see if um, the host is able to get in the door since the sub is locked. And uh, we had to hunt Gavin down outside. He did fine. He had a Sherpa with him. Various long coats. It's warm and toasty in here, so he'll be fine. Anyways, if you've missed any of this week's episode or any of the past year's episodes, just check out the podcast via CITR.ca. You can also plug in iTunes for CITR. You can find Exploding Head Movies as one of the results there. Podcast always gets updated first. And since I should be around for the first part of 2015, maybe I could catch up on uploading things to mixcloud.com slash xhm. But if you have any questions, you can always email me, radiofreegack at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at 100air, and Exploding Head Movies is also on Facebook, Tumblr, and Google+. So next week, for the first show of 2015, we'll be approaching the seventh year of me being on air. Five years of Exploding Head Movies. So we may take a look at the music from the 1995 film, Seven, but I also did pick up the score to the recent, uh, or not the recent, the great Japanese film from the 50s, The Seven Samurai, so expect some possible numerology. Otherwise, uh, Oscar season is nigh. Of course, all the other awards are out, so maybe we'll touch upon the Golden Globes, but the Oscar nominees should be nominated, be announced midway through January, so we'll do our annual profile in the subsequent weeks of all the nominated songs and scores. So this will allow me a chance then to catch up on some of the recent film scores I've had a chance to profile. Things like Michael Levy's work for Under the Skin, Hans Zimmer's work for Interstellar. So we'll see what happens. Otherwise, we're going to close with Pionel from Madrid. And uh, from the It's All Over single, this is going to be John Talibut's Stormbreak Refix. It gives Gavin a bit of time here to set up before he gives you the final show of 2014 jazz style so take care of yourselves Vancouver you've been listening to Exploding Hit Movies here on 101.9 FM CITR Vancouver on behalf of the station Gavin myself we wish you and those close to you a happy new year and a prosperous 2015 take care drive safe on those roads on New Year's they can get icy
You are listening to CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. Stay tuned now for The Jazz Show with Gavin Walker. Coming right up. Do but the 